0: Hello, Hello, can you hear me?
1: Yes, I can hear you perfect.
0: Great, great. How are you? Uh, how are you? How are you?
1: I'm good yourself.
0: yeah, I'm fine. I'm resting a little bit, so I'm <laughs> just lying down on the bed and uh it's nice. <laughs> we started the rainy season here in Costa Rica, so um afternoons are usually rainy and fresh so it's a great time of the day to just lie in bed and think about life a little bit.
1: (laughs) Perfect okay well just to introduce you you were on a different this is Carlos you call him Charlie he was on a other I think episode 39 my last episode I think I don't think I've published anything since that time because we both did a big move and you're going to be co-hosting today as well again Um, and we both did a big move. We've had a lot going on and today obviously it's going to be again about yourself and we don't want to talk a lot of things about how the pandemic changed your career, your business and you had a very unusual experience when you were because you were abroad, right? Hello. No, we lost him. Can you hear me?
0: Okay, wait. Okay. Okay, Okay. it seems like I have to, I need to have my screen on, my cell phone screen on.
1: Oh, yeah, remember that happened last time? Oh, yeah, remember that happened last
0: time? Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm hearing myself. Okay, no problem. Do you hear me echo? (laughs) Do (laughs) you hear me echo?
0: No, no. I listen to you perfectly.
1: Oh, how weird! I hope. Oh, how weird! I hope. I hope that's not like a thing, because I hear myself. Like again. I speak And then I hear myself again.
0: Hmm. Yeah. No. No. I. I. I don't have that issue. You, oh, okay. Listen weird, to you perfectly. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Well, thankfully, you're okay, the well, one. Did you hear you what, the what the I was one, saying, you before, you I was kinda saying went, before you kind of went mute? <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. You were mentioning that I was abroad, and <laughs> and I was acknowledging that that yeah that I was uh, traveling in around Europe some months ago. Yeah
1: wow crazy okay just tell us about because you did a you recently did a big move right maybe we could tell us about that because that way they can learn more about about costa rica and stuff like that and how things are over there i don't know if we spoke about it too much but i don't think we spoke about a lot about costa rica
0: okay yeah i'd love to talk about costa rica because um uh hands down best place on earth i really love living here so um yeah, so Costa Rica uh is basically a small Central American country. We are not an island. Many people get that wrong. Why? Like why they do you, think like why? we are Yeah, they think we are like Puerto Rico or a Caribbean island or something like that, wow. but no, we are not. <laughs> we are in Central America. Uh so we are in between Nicaragua and Panama. Wow. So Very small country, 5 million people, and um, basically half of the people who live in Costa Rica, so 2.5 million, live in the Central Valley, which is a very crowded um, metropolitan part of the country. So right now it's very boring living there in the Central Valley because, because of the coronavirus. Everything is shut down and um, the parks are closed, the cinemas and the bars and everything. Um, So I moved. (laughs) I moved to the most rural parts in the country, Guanacaste, which is located on the West Coast. So um, making an analogy with the U.S., it would be like our California. It's our west coast and it's awesome because it has lots of forests and beaches and it's very natural and wild. So actually the other day I was uh, cycling around 5, 6 p.m. in the afternoon and I just uh, crossed a rattlesnake like it was crossing the road. When I was cycling, so I just had to move it with a branch to get it yeah. out of the of the road, so it wouldn't die. But um, yeah, it's it's pretty common around here. So now I moved to this part of the country now because uh, it's relaxed and the weather is perfect, and hopefully they will open the beaches back in a couple of weeks. So that's a little bit geography. The other side, the east coast is the Caribbean side which is whole different culture because we got like lots of influence from Jamaica and wow. Africa, Afro-American culture. So the food and the music and the lifestyle it's very different. So
1: it's so funny because yeah. I would hear that a lot. Like, oh, we have the Caribbean side, we have this side. It was so funny because so they funny did describe, it the, describe did. it the way you did. I mean, you obviously, I mean, gave, you me obviously gave me a little bit more detail that the culture was different and stuff like that. Um, and that's kind of like maybe anywhere, but the but I've never gone somewhere where they... Because I'm a traveler, obviously. Um, my audience knows that because I've told them about a few of my trips. Um, but I've never... Like it's it's literally they made it seem like it was like a totally different country.
0: <laughs>
1: it's kind of it's kind of weird because they were saying it like that, and they're like, oh, and mostly they described it. I think because of the ocean, I think it's like a different ocean, right or no?
0: Yeah, it's it's completely different because on the 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 west coast you got the Pacific Ocean. Yes, um, it's very very different. Than the Caribbean side, where you got the Caribbean Sea, which wow. is part of the Atlantic Ocean, wow. so the characteristics of each coast are very different, for example, the Caribbean is a pretty straight coastline, so you don 't have um, like you don 't have like a lot so usually if if you 're into surf, you would rather go to the west coast, um, but you are more into um, like rainforest lush rainforest and uh, cultural experiences and food you would regularly go to the east coast
1: wow that's crazy Crazy. i um yeah i did notice that and then when you say right now i I hadn't came to mind again like it didn't stick with me but i do remember them they kept saying that oh we have this we have that i didn't travel that far i didn't know that basically because I landed obviously in San Jose, Costa Rica, and I didn't know, I don't know, I figured I would kind of get somewhere, not quickly, but I didn't think everything was like four or five hours away, like super far, that's something that was a light mistake on my part because I just stayed in Escazú, um, mm-hmm. when was around the Costa Rica, I mean the San Jose area, but I mean, I, I, I still had fun, I, I wanted to see I I wasn't too, ups- I wasn't really upset that I didn't see much of the beaches, and they had, when I was there, they had, I remember there was like a small private Airbnb experience with a guy that I went out with on a bar hop with some group of people, and he, um he had like a small one that he would just take like one or two people, like to, I don't remember what part, like a, a certain beach close by, and he would take you, obviously, I don't need to Rent anything or take the bus, and but he's like, you know, why it's been raining and blah blah, blah blah blah. So I didn't go. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I did end up going to what was the name of that place? Oh. I, I I don't know. I could swear there's a T and a U in it. It's like a nice. Well, they're hot springs and they're like in a very nice area. And it was, it was. T and U Fortuna. It was. It was Fortuna. It was. Yeah? It was. But I wonder. Oh tabacón, and oh, I, that's where I went to the Thermal Springs. Oh my god, it looks like paradise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole country looks like that. That's what I liked. It was very outdoorsy. Like, the, it was very exotic. That's why I wanted to go there, because I, I, I like that when I go to certain places that are tropical type of thing, you know, not like, obviously people, they go to, like, New York, or maybe they just want to stay in San Jose. It's very, like, city-like, you know, the way you mm-hmm. described in Metro. But I like you know, very exotic, like nature stuff. And I know your the country like that was. I mean, that that's the the basic that I knew. But oh my god, the, those hot springs they just looked amazing. Like I've never seen. Like, have have you have you gone to La Fortuna or no?
0: Yeah, yeah, I've been to La Fortuna recently, like uh, the November December last year. Before I went on my uh, on my trip to Europe, I went to La Fortuna. We had a we had a group of people that uh, booked a tour with us to go to La Fortuna and um yeah the the best thing in La Fortuna are as you mentioned are the hot springs they are oh
1: my god wonderful
0: yes. yeah
1: yes they were amazing but anyways um start telling us um we well can i don't know if you want to mention anything else that that you've done there uh, but how mainly I wanted to get your experience with the pandemic. So start wherever you mm-hmm.
0: want. <laughs> okay, so um because mm, last year was a very good year for our company. Like mm-hmm. our sales were growing and we were starting to build a stable team of guides and ev- the culture of the company was so nice, everyone uh was like feeling very comfortable working together, so we were accomplishing a lot of things that we dreamed about at the beginning of two thousand and nineteen and So the peak season of tourism in Costa Rica is between November and February, mm-hmm. so we were at peak, and I had planned to go to Europe uh, on January on a three month. Trip, mm-hmm. I was planning to go to Europe from January to April. So my partner Marcelo, he was going to take uh, charge of the company by himself on the peak season. But we were very we were very comfortable with that because, as I mentioned, the theme was good and and everything. The sales were good. So we had a very good peak season.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. You went blank again. I can't hear you. Hey. Hello. Yeah. You you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now because I I wasn't able to hear you. (laughs)
0: Hello.
1: I can hear you now. Yeah. Hello. 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 Hello, Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you now. Every time you say hello, I can hear you. Because other than that, I haven't heard anything.
0: Okay. Okay. I think it it might be the internet connection because here in Guanacaste, it's mm-hmm. not as stable as it is in San Jose. Obviously, oh. because we are. Yeah, because I'm living more in the rural side of the country, so it's not as good as it is in the city. But well,
1: it's, been well, well, it's been doing pretty good. Well, Until recently. Yeah. It. Until-
0: yeah, sometimes it that's what happens. Sometimes it kind of like goes away and then it comes back. But hopefully <laughs> we will we will manage. So um yeah, I I arrived into Netherlands in January, so I had a very good first month between Netherlands and Germany and Denmark. And everything started going a little bit crazy uh around March. Like Mm -hmm. January, February, everything was good. But around March, I remember I was in Prague. And I think it's one of my favorite cities uh, to party. (laughs) Great Mm -hmm. clubs in Prague. Techno, underground culture. So Uh it was amazing. And um, so when I was in Prague, um, I met some people from Italy. And they were the first ones that told me like, hey, things are starting to get out of control with coronavirus in Italy. So uh, we don't know if we wanna return to our country. And this was like first weeks in March. And at that time, many countries in Europe were not like giving a lot of attention to this. Uh, People knew that Italy had some cases in Milan and in the north side of the country. But mm. then the the infected cases started to rocket. Like they were starting to have hundreds and then thousands of new infected people. People were dying. So I was in Prague and I was like, hey, I, 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 next stop is Hungary, Budapest. And I don't know if, if I should go. Like um, maybe... Maybe I should go back to Germany where I have like more stability and 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 see what happens. So that's what I did. I returned to Germany. And just five to six or maybe one week later, like the borders started to shut down all oh over Europe. God. This was in the middle of March. So now the the, the very popular buses there are like Flixbus and blah blah bus, which get you all over the the, the continent um, they started like canceling all the the trips all the, the the scheduled travels that they had all the airlines the domestic airlines like easyjet and ryanair started canceling all their flights so that's when the panic came in <laughs> like i was like hey maybe i will have to accept that i will not be able to f- my, my vacations here because I still have one month left, and maybe I'll have to accept that I will not be able to go back to Costa Rica. Oh my god, <laughs>
1: that's so crazy!
0: Because, of course, international flights were being canceled wow. all over the world, yeah. not just Europe. So, um, fortunately, I have some friends that study. At Europe so I stayed with one of my best friends in Dresden which is uh, close to the border between Germany and Czech Republic so he was very very nice and he let me stay with him uh, for I think it was like two weeks where I didn't have to pay any um, rent or anything just let me stay at his place and it was very nice because I had some time to spend with a Costa Rican so we could Speak Spanish, and it was very, very nice. And drink beer. And um, then uh, I had to. I was very worried about coming back to Costa Rica. So, some friend of mine advised me to start calling the embassy. In there is a Costa Rican embassy in Berlin, yeah. and there is another one in in Netherlands. So. I started calling them and sending emails and get had to go to Netherlands, to go to Amsterdam, because there was going to be a, a flight that was going to depart from Amsterdam and it was going to go to Costa Rica to pick up um, people from the Netherlands who were stranded here in Costa Rica, so I could take advantage of that flight. Uh, it was a rescue flight. So, um yeah. That's what I did. I, I, that, uh, with the help from the embassy in Berlin, I was able to go Money to the Netherlands because the borders were closed by the time. Uh-huh. And the first, it was very crazy because I, I arrived into Netherlands, uh, I think it was March the 20th, and the flight was, support, was supposed to leave Netherlands on March 23rd. So there was a difference of three days from the time I arrived Netherlands and when I had to, to take the flight to come back to Costa Rica, and they asked me to stay those three days at the airport, and I was like, no way, I'm not going to stay three days at the airport, <laughs> Um, but it was very crazy because they were worried that I was infected and they didn't want me to leave the airport and obviously the airport is one of the most dangerous places to be at because many, many people moving around and in the end, they let me get out of the airport, but I had to stay a radio of like 10 kilometers around the airport, like I could not leave that area. And uh-huh. then I was uh-huh. able to 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 come back to Costa Rica. But very crazy experiencing the pandemic or the beginning of the pandemic in Europe because people there took it very from the beginning. Like yeah. the governments yeah. when, when everything started going out of control in Italy, the governments immediately started to shut down the borders. Like it was like a no-brainer for them. And they started shutting down uh, bars and restaurants, and people started like wearing masks, and it was like being in a state of curfew. So, like I think the 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 society or the people were was very disciplined, and it was very interesting to see because um, I see other places in the world where where. Where people, like, are angry by this. Well, measures. Yeah, look at us.
1: Look at us over here. Yeah. Like, I mean, I haven't seen anything like that, but um, I'm going to go. Obviously, I'm recording on my phone, but I'm going to go to, I'm going to go in my car because when you started, I don't. it was glittering. I don't know if it was you or me. Sometimes the internet in my studio is kind of off, so I don't want to know if it was me. Um, so, I mean, I can hear close to everything you said, but go to the beginning where... You were talking about how you had to, how the embassy told you to go from your friend's place. Let's just retract back and give me Mm -hmm. a second. Yeah, sure. I'm just going to connect you to my car, because when I turn on my car, that's what it does. (laughs)
0: Hey, Hey, I think I'm back. Yeah?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That, that was probably my fault. Sorry. I'm going to – I can add segments, so I'm going to try um, to add this one, obviously, like, kind of, like, put, like, two recordings on an episode. If not, I'll have to figure out a way to edit it. But, you guys, um, the second one – this is kind of like the second part, but I had to move to my car because I thought my connection was screwed up or something. So we're just going to pick off where we left off. And I was telling you that um, I kind of wanted you to re-go, recap again for when you were calling the embassy and they told you to go to a specific place and just start off um, recapping that part.
0: Yes. Um, so I was at a city which is located uh, close to the border between Germany and Czech Republic, so that's where one of my best friend lives. He's studying there.
1: Okay, Dresden, okay.
0: Dresden. Yeah, and um, so this is at the east part of Germany. So, it was impossible to go from Dresden to, like, the Netherlands. It was impossible because the the border. Okay. Where I was able to flight from Berlin to Amsterdam. This was was, uh, with help from the Costa Rican embassy at Berlin. So I had to take a train from Dresden to Berlin in better in berlin i took a plane and when i was at amsterdam that's when um the authorities asked me to stay inside the airport okay, for three days little- You're breaking off a
1: little bit, little and little. I don't know if maybe you're moving or something. You're
0: moving or something? Mm, No, I'm I'm not moving. I think it's it's the, it might be, yeah, it might be the connection, as I was telling you here in Guanacaste. It's not the best one, the worst ones in the country and I can try to-
1: Yeah, cuz you're breaking up more than what you were in the beginning when we started the call.
0: Okay. So, um maybe I'll I'll recap. So, when I when I arrived into Amsterdam, um yeah. the yeah. authorities wanted me to stay inside the airport for 3 days waiting for my scheduled flight to depart to Costa Rica. So um, that was crazy. I didn't want to spend three days sleeping at the airport floor. I thought that it was also very dangerous to get infected there because there was people moving around and it seemed like a very bad idea to me, but that's what they wanted and that's what they asked me to do. So... The Costa Rican embassy then stepped in again and and allowed me, by negotiating with the authorities, to go to a hotel and to stay there for the remaining three days. But I had to be very, very close to the airport. so That was like the condition that I cannot, and, and I could not leave the hotel, of course. So, but but that was way better than staying at the airport with no food and no bathroom. Yeah. So so uh, yeah, I took that that option. Obviously, the the I had to pay for everything, like for this new flight and and for the for this hotel around uh, close to the airport. But it was fine. I mean, it was way better than just staying around in the airport. So. Um, the three days just passed by very, very fast. I had not lots of things to do. <laughs> and, and then I, I was inside boarding this plane, like this very huge plane because I don't know why, but it was very, very large. And there were like just 10 people on the plane. It's, it's a plane that usually carries like 400 people and, and it was just 10 people all Costa Ricans who were returning to our countries uh-huh. so it was very very strange and a very unique experience like being being part of all this like that was going on and and actually uh, that was the point when I started feeling like relaxed and happy again like I I knew that I was going back to my country I wanted to be back in Costa Rica, because, as as I was saying, the 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 whole situation in Europe was just getting out of control at that point. Like they were entering the peak uh, of the curve, like in of people getting infected, and I don't know everything. People were very very hostile, like nobody wanted to talk to you, and everyone gave you the looks. And so it was not nice. And.
1: Wow. Do you think it was because they knew you were a foreigner or just because of what was going on? I
0: think it was pretty obvious that I was a foreigner. <laughs> and. Uh, and
1: Yeah. And, it, and it's funny because it had nothing to do with, like, it's not like you were the one that was being. Like bad, not bad, but you you were at large being there than being in your own country. It's not like if you brought anything. Yeah, you
0: know? yeah, but I don't know. It, people usually at these times people like go very very crazy. Like I don't know people.
1: Yeah, they get grown. like
0: like yeah. I I feel like we're living times where people just have lots of break in their hearts and in their minds and people are just waiting for an excuse to release rage and and to point their uh-huh. finger toward or someone and, and and I don't know that's how I felt around that times like I was I don't know I was not welcome at all wow oh my god wow oh my god I'm so, wow. oh god, I'm so but, sorry
1: uh, and this was where I got
0: no, this was oh, in Gary? Netherlands when I was returning to Costa Rica, yes.
1: Netherlands.
0: Okay. But though everything changed with the pandemic. Before that, people actually were very nice. But but it was when the pandemic started that I don't know, something changed in people's.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. It it is. It sounds it sounds freaking well, thank God that you were able that you were that you got the embassy and they were able to help us. So, when you talk about the authorities, when did they when did this happen? When you were going, when you got there, and you were crossing the border, you were in a car. When did that directly happen? What do you mean by the authorities wanted you? Just oh yeah,
0: um, when I was uh, when I arrived into Medellin, I was um, just getting out of the plane and doing all the getting my luggage and I don't know, like they have to look on your passport and everything. And that's when they stopped me and they said like, hey, we know that you're coming from Berlin and that you are, that, that you are expected to leave the Netherlands in three days uh, on a flight that is going back to Costa Rica. And we have orders that you cannot leave the airport, that you have to stay here. Wow. So, yeah, it was when I when I just arrived into Netherlands. That's fucking
1: crazy. Was this happening to everybody or for people from Costa Rica or from anybody that was in no, the Netherlands? No,
0: it was happening uh for people who were not residents of the Netherlands. Like
1: basically all, Oh, basically all Yeah, the all, ones oh, the, wow. the ones
0: who were coming to the airport to get connection flights, it was happening to all of us. But the people who were residents, they could just, yeah, live. Wow, that is super crazy.
1: And how were the, the airports when because, so did you go directly from Netherlands yeah. to Costa Rica? Yeah,
0: it was, uh, how do you say, it? it has no layovers. Like, it was a straight flight from uh, from Amsterdam.
1: That's right, sorry. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't know why in my AC is <laughs> <coughs> making me cough. Um, that is crazy. Okay, so and when you arrived back in Costa, because I remember I had I had been meaning to message you, but it had gone kind of crazy over here because my job um got crazy because it it was essential. And then I've been meaning to text you, and then you—I texted yeah, yeah. I you in the middle of this, Yeah, yeah. You texted right?
0: me while I was in—I uh, I remember. But I don't know if if everything had already started there, like the lockdowns and everything. But yeah, you texted me, and and then we talked again when I when I was able to return to Costa Rica. I remember that I talked to you, like just letting you know that I was yeah, safe yeah, and sound like- back in Costa Rica.
1: Yeah, because I think, you know what, I think it takes you a, a handful of times. So I remember there was a time that you're like, oh, I live in one or two days back to Costa Rica. And then I had gotten a message and you're like, oh, I'm going to be there by tomorrow or in 24 hours, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, let me know when you get there. Yeah, I do remember mm-hmm. that. Mhm. Well, I, had, I, had, I had a message. Oh, my God, how crazy. Did 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 this change? <clears throat> Did it alter your thinking as a traveler? Do
0: you think you would be able to go back after this or no? Or- um, yeah, actually, I, I'm i dying to go back because I was not able to finish my trip. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was right. interrupted by the pandemic. So, <laughs> I actually, I think I, I was probably one of the last people to have, like, this to participate in these very large parties at Prague and at Berlin <laughs> before everything was completely closed, so I think of myself as being very, very lucky, but then again, um, I was planning on going to Hungary and Ukraine and probably Turkey, and so I had one month left, and and I, need, yeah. I yeah, I really want to go back to finish, um, so... I really don't care about people being rude or about, about not feeling welcome, like. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> How was your drink?
1: <laughs> oh my God, so. Anyways, just, let me just say that we're starting the third segment. It's going to be a little bit weird, but we're just going to end it off because Carlos has um, his connection is kind of off. So we're going to do a small thing. But before, um, after our second connection segment failed, I told him I was just going to go get a drink. <laughs> and, um, no, so I ended up getting this weird drink. thought would be good and it was like it said smashed avocado and i've had an avocado smoothie but um this time that there were it was just like chunks i'm like how is this a drink so it's okay but i thought it was gonna be a little bit more liquidy so it was it was just weird give me a second let me now that i'm thinking about it i i i put it in the in the fridge because I was kind of disappointed. I thought it would be a little bit different. I didn't literally think they were just going to smash up avocados and just put it inside the thing so I could drink it. I mean, you could barely drink that.
0: Well, it sounds, um, sounds like a pretty disappointing...
1: A little bit. Not too bad, but I am kind of disappointed. I kind of... It's like a Vietnamese place, supposedly. Um, that's what I was told. And... um. They have some drinks that are kind of weird. Like, I've never really had stuff like that. But um, I kind of like some of them. And I wanted to try something different.
0: <laughs> well, this
1: ended up happening.
0: Avocados are not native from Vietnam, so... I, I know.
1: <laughs> I know, but...
0: I don't know where where they got the idea of the smashed avocado drink. I know. Well, I just had a regular uh watermelon smoothie... Mine was very refreshing.
1: <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's different places. Like, that place has, like, other types of drinks that are, like, kind of more Vietnamese native. But, anyways, they they added, like, a lot of, like, toppings that I think are, I don't know, familiar to them. I don't know. It's, it's the weirdest shit. But, anyways, it's not that bad. I do like avocado. Mm-hmm. So we were just going to end off um, just kind of like detailing the last parts of getting back to Costa Rica from your trip.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, once here in Costa Rica, uh, after everything at the airport and talking with the authorities in Netherlands and um, getting help by the embassy there, Actually the, the travel back was pretty neat. Uh big plane, it was completely empty. I got lots of free Heineken beer. Wow. Um, <laughs> so uh it was very, very nice and, and once in Costa Rica well I had to I had to um I had to stay at quarantine for fourteen days, which was like the regular protocol when you arrived from from another country.
1: Yeah.
0: So, um, basically, that was that was my journey. Lots of lots of interesting stuff happened, and um, I never expected to to live a global pandemic in Europe. And and as I was mentioning, um, the society there and the people it was very interesting because they are pretty disciplined. So actually, when when the government said, "Hey, please don't go out," people actually didn't go out. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Which is some—it's funny because I don't probably I've seen in the U.S. that people are complaining by not being able to go out, and and some stores and things closed. And Costa Rica is the same. People do not have that discipline, like just to obey some 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 orders. And well, I think. In most countries in Europe right now, everything is under control. Like my friends in Germany and my friends in Netherlands, they say that everything is coming back to normal. So I think that it, it maybe they they were they were right at the beginning. Like people just staying home and and avoiding meetings and things like that. And and now they are seeing the benefits. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, for me. It's funny because I think it was worse for other people. Then yeah. were more freaked out. Um. And me, um, working for, um, because I have obviously my business, and then I do, I have I have a job with a company. Um, we were, we ship a lot of places, and we do a lot of stuff with different companies that are essential. So that's how we were able to stay, um, open. But. I, I, I was kind of, it didn't really, it's, it's weird to say that it didn't really change too much for me, but, um, so obviously, yeah, every time I'd go out, obviously, the mask, or things were closed, over here, I don't know about over there, but, um, I think people freaked out extremely to the, like, masks, because we were out of stock, like, right away, of, like, toilet yeah. paper and essentials.
0: Yeah, yeah, um. Uh... I read about that and I uh, saw the news, but yeah, people just went crazy and started accumulating goods and buying in bulk, <laughs> like preparing for World War Three or something. Because yeah, yeah, we saw the same, the same happening here in Costa Rica, like all the stores were completely empty after a couple of weeks.
1: And I feel you guys have um less resources because you have certain places that are, I mean, as we could kind of describe it here, I'm sure you don't describe it like that over there, but kind of like in the Goonies, they're like, like pretty high up in the mountains, even though it's like a town, it's very small and it's not like, <gasps> like if I could just drive to Walmart, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I had never thought about it like the Goonies, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's I can see your same. point. Yeah,
1: it's just the same, but yeah. yeah, yeah, for lack of a better term here, but it's it's like very secluded, like very country like and over here we're not we're not really used to that. So I am yeah. sure it was even a little bit worse how people felt <laughs> over there.
0: Yeah, yeah. The the good thing is that they are so secluded that coronavirus doesn't get there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah yeah I, I see your point and and they can run out of essential goods pretty easily if people just start amassing stuff and not leaving for others to to get it to but uh, well and, the, and
1: and our stores here, didn't close. I mean, the like our stores didn't close is it like our like our grocery stores banks and stuff like that they didn't yeah. close
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah well that's
0: no that's that's good it's fine like people need to get their toothpaste and things like that and food so it's perfectly fine um as long as they don't like just like everyone go at the same time to the walmart or i don't know costco or places t- place like that and just like gather but, but
1: even like but that, had... even like that, people were still doing that. Like, it was like, you know what? These places are going to be open. They're not going to close. They've been open. All the essential places have been open. But people reacted like we were fucking shut down. And you know what? I think in New York, that did happen. Because it was obviously a super hot spot. So I'm sure. No. I think that literally, I think that the National Guard was out there. From what I heard, I don't know. I haven't asked anybody, but from what I heard, um the national guard was delivering food like literally like don't go in the streets period over here when it started i i kind of it it did feel kind of weird at times because i would go home and i thought there was like nobody out in the streets later on you would see like people here and there at least cars it was pretty crazy um we're opening up um i think a lot of places are already opening over here um but to me it feels like not too much not not too much of a difference but i mean it kind of was you know, you can go to, like, little things, but I was still able to go and get something to eat and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, dining in is, is, like, I do like going out to dinner, like, a lot. So that's something that I did miss.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, for me, we are actually going, like, through the worst part here in Costa Rica, like the second wave, and... Um, people are starting to freak out because we are getting like hundreds of new infected every day. So we're like, like, um, I don't know, the behavior here was completely the opposite. Like we were very, very good at the beginning and now we are just, I don't know. <laughs> so I didn't know you guys had
1: a second wave, but I think a lot of places are having, uh, I I don't keep a lot up with the news. Um, sometimes it's just pretty crazy, but once in a while, I do see like either on social media or something. Oh, like for example, I think I just saw that Florida, as they're opening up, has a second wave. Blah blah, as they're opening up, has a second wave, and I I do see I do see that people are getting kind of scared. I mean, we just have to be safe. We just have to be clean.
0: Yeah, yeah. Problem is that many people just like to party and gather around and drink on the weekends and 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 that's still happening and I think that's one of the biggest issues at least here in Costa Rica like people are so used to just partying and going out and and being with their families that after one week or two they cannot stay home anymore like everyone just feels the need to go out and that's like it's it's causing a lot of infections right now. So basically we're we are on lockdown once again because the government said, hey, enough, now everyone go home. And so we got a lot of restrictions at this moment.
1: Wow, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows how it's going to get here. I think we reopened pretty quickly because there was a lot of pushback from like, not just government, but like a lot of like political type of people, and then the, the, the people themselves. And then there's like a lot of protests as well that have nothing to do with coronavirus, and that's, um, you know, polluting the, the media as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I saw uh, many things going on there, like the George Floyd and Black Lives Matter movement, and, and the protests all over. So,
1: yeah, thankfully well, I really,
0: please stay safe, Esmeralda.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, thankfully I haven't been in. It's funny because there was a day that I was going to go home and here in San Jose where I live in California, um, I was going to go home one day for a dinner for my sister because she was graduating and I ended up not going. And I went by um, to get home. I passed by one of the exits that I would take to go to my hometown. And it was traffic, and I'm like, "Oh, great! Traffic starting again." You know, it's starting to look a little bit normal because traffic is bad going from my area down to my hometown down south. So I get on, I get home, I get on Twitter, and um, it's, it, I see like San Jose, blah blah. And I'm like, "What the hell?" And 101 South, blah blah. People were there and that exit I was gonna take. That exit stopping traffic, and with wrenches you know, just busting people's windows, and I'm like, what kind of behavior is this, like, so that is kind of making it lightly worse, um, Mm -hmm. but I haven't seen it, I've just seen, like, I've seen, like, peaceful ones, where they, I was leaving an area, and there were just people gathering, but thankfully, I haven't seen any violence and stuff like that, like, everybody got, like, super, everybody was texting me, oh my god, are you okay, okay, I'm like, yes, I'm fine, you know, these people, whether people like it or not, they're just going where they can get media attention. They're not, you know, in my neighborhood or anything like that. They're just gonna go where they can get like a lot of views, you know. So, but that's not the way to act. But um, we're opening up. They, I think even some bars and some restaurants are already open for like dining. I don't think all of them, but I think just some. mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean but I'm sure if I had to like if I had to stay home and my job was shut down I I would be go, I would go crazy too.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah it's 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 the moment to to just keep calm and I don't know like m- making your own part to just help the situation at least not make it worse I think
1: that's yeah, what many yeah. people don't
0: mm-hmm. Like, you cannot be selfish at this point of time. Like, you got to think about your family and your loved ones. And, yeah, we're going through tough times. It's a global pandemic. We've never lived this before, at least your and my generation yeah. and yours. So, uh, yeah, this is the times that we are living. <laughs> we got to adapt.
1: Yeah, I just I just can't wait to be able to travel again i mean i could go to certain places like for example i think vegas kind of slightly opened um and i was thinking about just taking like a trip or something um but then at times it is kind of like thankfully i don't get sick thankfully i didn't i didn't get as for that there was other people that even if they could go to work they just weren't going to work they were like so scared mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. like completely losing and, and that's fine but thankfully um even my mom too. She started like, and I'm like, "Mama, don't freak out too bad." Like, the place, you know, the food's gonna stay open. My mom did um lose her job, and they still haven't seen. she, she was manager of a manager in a small little store, one a uh, organizational type of store, and some of her places have some of her um other stores from her job have here open, but not hers. But right now yeah. she's in Arizona because my grandma um. She's had cancer for a very long time, her mom. And she's just over there. Mm-hmm. She's just, thankfully, at least that came something positive. She was able to go see her. And she was she didn't have to worry about work. Um, so that was good on her part because her store hasn't opened, like I said. So she just went to go see her mom. Because even when we were closed down, you weren't able to cross borders. So she couldn't take advantage of that time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it must be pretty tough huh? All the job losses and people going through difficult times and economically. but yeah, as I was saying, it's, it's a good time like to think about the society we've been living in and maybe if we're lucky and, and we have enough power maybe try to change it a little bit for better. Um, so, I don't know. I feel uh, I I think you'll you know me already and you know that I'm optimistic about everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I try yeah, to be.
1: Yeah. No, I mean and there's no point of seeing it any other way. Yeah. You know, things are things are bad and and even like that there's still a lot of places that are hiring. You know, if if I mean there are some people that got scared but there was still you know, some like
0: industries are growing. growing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, you were you were seeing, like, especially, like, in food and stuff like that, like, you would see, like, we're hiring, we're hiring, we're hiring, because, obviously, retail, e-commerce, anything delivery, anything food-related, they needed a lot of people because the demand just surged, because, obviously, nobody wanted to go out. So, anything that could deliver, could get delivered to people um, for takeout... Yeah. You know, at least that, at least they were able to say, some places decided to completely shut down, and I understand that, but then, you know, at the same time, like, you have an opportunity and you don't take it, It kind of, especially being young, I, I, you know, I understand if you're older, but um, there, there's still a lot of, like, I, I still see a lot of places like, we're hiring, we're hiring, but obviously that's a personal decision that people, have to do. We could um later on do another podcast maybe we could talk about how directly how this affected you know your business and how you are thinking of what it changed if it changed anything in your career and obviously it did change stuff in your business. Um and we could talk about it from that point cuz what this brought was obviously a recession. Yeah. Um and we are yeah, going especially
0: to do- in my- Tourism, right? You know, travel being completely uh, canceled. So, yeah, I mentioned earlier on this podcast that we were going through our best season so far like sales going up and people coming to Costa Rica. And we had lots of reservations. And then everything just suddenly stopped and went to zero. And we've had like three months straight months of losses. But, again, um, it has been very good, actually, for the business because as, as a team, we have bonded together and we have come with solutions. Now we are um, organizing virtual fair, field trips for, for schools and, and high schools. And, and we are the only company in Costa Rica who's offering that. So now we are getting, again, cash flow and positive cash flow and we're actually we're trying to we've been talking with some high schools in the US so when they go back to school I think it's in August that they can they can tour to Costa Rica on virtual field trips with us so these kind of things are happening just because this unexpected crisis is 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 happening yeah
1: it forces people to innovate i know that when i started working with your company just kind of giving you um feedback that i would like give any other clients i know it wasn't a lot but i remember i would always push these platforms and you know instagram and stuff like that so but there's sometimes people don't want to take into consideration um what I say or what technology says and they don't like it. Like when I was in um, healthcare, there was doctors saying that if I ever have to do everything electronically, I'm going to just retire, blah, blah. I don't want to do this. But you know what? A lot of businesses were forced, period, to innovate into anything, technology that they did not want to do. And thankfully, you at least had a little bit of that and you were just able to scale it because somebody else had like, you know, people did not even want to use Instagram. Period.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It and and it's something that, as you say, uh, you gotta accept it. And either you start using it to your favor, or someone, somebody else will. And,
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: And yeah, it's it. It comes to that point. <laughs> it's not harder than that to understand so it might not be you know it might not be my my I don't know it's not my favorite thing to do social media and things yeah. like that yeah. but we gotta do it and we gotta make it um, we gotta make it good like if, if we're gonna enter this world like we gotta put some money in it we have to learn how to do it and probably hire someone who also Tells us how to, how to do it. You, you've given us advice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so yeah. A
1: content creator is someone that I, um, that would be someone that would help you just directly with content. And that is somebody, um, as I grow, I'm going to have more of those type of people than of business people. Because you have to understand whether you're in a pandemic or not. As I have, you know, learned through a lot of people have bigger businesses than I do. Um, and are out there saying this, I mean, in technology, my when I grow my, as I grow my companies, we're going to focus more on being a media company than just a business management company, um, a clothing brand, this and that. So, and this is how, I mean, whether you recognize it or not, that's kind of what you're going to, even though you're in travel and tours, you know, you're going to be, in. And, and when this ends, like, I, I mean, don't stop doing it it's i mean yeah you're gonna later on be able to hopefully do um physical tours but the content and everything you got from virtual tours that is something that you will be able to use and have to continue excuse me doing
0: yeah yeah we've discovered this is just a new branch of our business and if it continues to grow it's 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 better for us of course, uh, we love doing physical trips, and we love going to the forest with groups and traveling, but doesn't mean that we cannot do both. Um, and and right now, that's uh, like the way we are, or the, the position we're in. We are pretty sure that even after the pandemic is over, we're gonna continue uh, with virtu- virtual field trips and probably moving into Content creation. So I think that's basically
1: what it is. That's basically what it is. Um just simple pictures, this and that. Um I did say I was gonna go back to your Instagram and yours as a you know, as a self brand and then the companies. Um I have yet to do that, but it's 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 very easy to multiply one piece of content into many of them and each platform has their own individual um things. So Later on, um, I'm going to save more of this for the, it's, I'm going to see if you want to be on a third episode later on to be able to discuss this more in detail, just to make it more of like a business company one. Um, and I'll leave more of that creation for that um, episode, yeah. and then we could discuss, we could discuss way more what I've seen and stuff like that, that way it could be more strategic on that. If you want to co-host another time
0: sure sure just let me know probably i'll still be here in guanacaste but i'll try to get better wi-fi for that no time. This, this
1: part i so think this is we've already gone like 25 minutes the other segments we were able to do like not even 20 yeah so this yeah very good. this was perfect
0: i think it's better in the afternoon and going into the night i don't know why but it starts mm-hmm. to get better like at this time of the day
1: Really? That's so weird. Maybe because less people are using it. I don't know. That's so weird.
0: Yes, and probably because it's when the rain passes and now oh, the sky you're getting clear. Right. Here. You're
1: right. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. Do you have
1: any? Do you have any parting thoughts? That way I could end, and I'll I'll message you right after this.
0: Well, my parting thoughts because you made me remember everything that has happened in my life in the last six months is that just expect the unexpected and embrace it with optimism. And you know, there is every day is a new adventure. And I'm very happy that I've, I've been very privileged to live a, a good life. And my parents gave me good education and I've had nice people that I've known throughout my life that have helped me like if 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 the people at the embassy or my friend at Dresden wouldn't have helped me when I was going through difficult times in Europe probably oh, I yeah. wouldn't be here at this moment so um in people and in situations even though they might look bad at the beginning so thank you very much for for making me remember all of this <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah you're welcome so we look forward to having you in a other episode so I mean I, I'm, I'm really I'm really excited that you like to co-host because sometimes people think you know it might be not everybody always wants to go host like a second or third time it's, it's difficult with schedules period so I want to mm. thank you for finding the time to be able to um, co-host with me
0: sure sure I really as I told you the first time um it's it's very refreshing for me i enjoy it just talking with you so yeah it's
1: just it's just like a conversation i I, this is what i my main thing i wanted for my podcast just a simple conversation some of them are structured differently some of them i don't like but i think this is just better because somebody else kind of involved himself in this conversation but i'm gonna let you go and i will message you in a bit
0: Sure. Well, have a nice day and thank you very much. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.